Welcome to the Dietitian Success Podcast. Here at Dietitian Success Center, we're all about making it easier for you to build your confidence and expertise. So whether you're a dietitian or a dietetic student, we've got something for you. I'm Krista, your host and the founder of DSC. Now, are you ready to ditch the imposter syndrome and join our incredible, vibrant community? If so, let's jump in. Welcome back to a new episode of the Dietitian Success Podcast. So as you know, I like to publish this podcast as both a way for me to share information with you and a tool for you to be able to learn more about what it's like to really run and operate a business because I know I have learned so much in the past just from hearing about other people's experiences. And so that's really the goal of this episode specifically is I want to talk a little bit about the marketing strategy that I am using for Dietitian Success Center. And because transparency is one of the core values of DSC, I wanted to take some time and give you a little bit of an insider's perspective at how we're approaching marketing for 2022 and and also what's working and what needs a little bit of tweaking, what maybe hasn't been working so well. Um, Because you've probably heard, if you're part of my email list or even talked about this on the podcast in the past couple weeks and and on social media as well. Um, So for the first time ever, uh, we're closing enrollment for Dietitian Success Center just temporarily, not for good, don't worry, (laughs) just temporarily until later this year. Um, And so enrollment is closing as of this Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. So that's February 18th, 2022, just depending on when you're listening to this. So what this means is that from here on out, you can only purchase a DSC membership during set enrollment periods versus before it was at any point throughout the year. And I'm going to talk about why I'm doing this um, in a minute. And in between those enrollment periods, you can join the wait list and then you'll be notified when we open up enrollment again. Um, And so obviously this is a huge factor in the overall marketing strategy for Dietitian Success Center. So I wanted to talk about that and and why we're doing it and, and how it plays into the entire marketing strategy. So that's just a little bit of a side note and, and backstory there. Um, And so this is just intended to be sort of a casual episode. There's not a ton of structure here. I have some bullet points written out, Um, but I did just want to share with you and give you a little bit of an insider's perspective into how I'm thinking about marketing for Dietitian Success Center for the year and the coming years. So first of all, I wanted to actually define marketing strategy a little bit because I think that... Um, we often, especially if we're new to business, it's challenging to think about marketing beyond just Instagram because we've probably been mostly exposed to Instagram marketing. Um, and so what marketing strategy is, and this is sort of my definition that I've developed of marketing strategy over my time and just what I've learned about marketing strategy is that Essentially, our strategy is created when we combine a series of marketing tactics together um, and we build out processes for how to accomplish those consistently. So choosing our marketing strategies or our marketing tactics is one part of the equation, but actually doing them consistently is another part of the equation. And we do them consistently by building out processes in our business. And so when I'm talking about marketing tactics, I'm talking about things like 
Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, any social media platforms, email marketing, podcasting, SEO and blogging, reaching out to connections that you have in the community, building referral networks with other dietitians or with other practitioners. There's so many different ways that you can market your services and so many different things that do work. It's just about figuring out, okay, which ones are you going to prioritize? How do we combine those together? And how do we build out processes for how to do them consistently? Because you've heard me say on this podcast a bazillion times, if you are a, <laughs> if you're a long-term listener, that consistency is the key, right? Marketing is a continual process. It's not something that we do once and then we stop doing. Why is that? Well, it's because if you think about it, if you think about it, people are con- new people are constantly finding us, right? And so we need to make sure that we're we're always showing up and we're always talking about our business to make sure we're capturing all of those new people. There's also a lot of people who found out about us before, but maybe it just wasn't right the, the right time for them, and so we need to make sure and stay top of mind um, for whenever they are ready to work with us or buy from us or whatever. Maybe if you've reached out to a connection in the community and they didn't get back to you, uh, maybe the opportunity just wasn't right at the time, but maybe it is now. So it's it's a continuous process. And so we have to be consistent. We have to make sure we're working these processes into our weekly routines. Um, and so then what we do is we really take that marketing strategy. So all of those tactics we've decided on. And we pay attention to, we start doing them and we pay attention to what works and what needs a little bit of love and attention because not everything is going to work right away. (laughs) And by the way, when it comes to marketing, we can't just try it once and then decide if it's working or not working. We can't, we can't even just try it for a month and see if it's working or not working. Like these things take time to build and grow roots and actually start to work. And so we need to have patience and we need to do these things consistently for long enough to really understand, is this working? Is this not working? Does it need a little bit of love? And then that's the future direction, right? Is paying attention to, okay, what's working? And one of the best ways that we can pay attention to what's working is just simply asking people, where did you find out about me? If somebody reaches out for a discovery call, Include a for, include a question on your intake form that just says, where did you find out about me? That can be a really, really, that can give you really good insight into where people are finding you. And so it's paying attention to the things that are working and it's continuing to double down on those things and maybe slowly letting go of the things that are not serving you that are not working anymore. So now let's talk a little bit about, and by the way, that's something that I ask on the intake form for Dietitian Success Center, the membership. I always ask, where did you find out about DSC? Because that gives me so much clarity in terms of what is working, um, you know, what am I spending time on that's maybe nobody says that they found me through dietitians or nobody says they found me through that marketing channel. And so it's probably not worth it. Um, and so that's, that's been a huge learning lesson over the last year. And I'm so glad I, I asked that question because it's so simple, but it really does give me golden, uh, golden nuggets of wisdom. So now I want to talk a little bit about Dietitian Success Center and how I've been approaching marketing. Um, and so the main marketing channels that I use for Dietitian Success Center are, of course, we have social media. So that includes Instagram. 
I do have a Facebook page. It's really not something that I put any time or energy into. And I usually recommend this for my clients too, like create a Facebook page just purely because it shows up in Google search so it can help with your SEO, um, especially at the beginning. And so I just create a Facebook page just because it's easy and I just repost anything from my Instagram account onto the Facebook page. I have a LinkedIn personal profile that sometimes I'll repost content onto, um, but not all the time, only if it's really relevant, if I'm sharing a blog post or if I'm sharing about a promotion or something like that. Of course, I have this podcast, so the Dietitian Success Podcast. I have email marketing as well, so I have an email list that I've been building over the last couple years. I have Google SEO, so that's something that we've really been putting some time and energy into over the last six months is building out the DSC blog to improve and enhance search engine optimization in Google, and so I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, Word of mouth has been something that has grown and is really serving us very well. So what that means is members just telling their friends or their colleagues about Dietitian Success Center. Um, And then in addition to that is members talking about Dietitian Success Center in Dietitian Facebook groups. That's been another thing that has really led to um, traffic for Dietitian Success Center, which has been awesome. And then lastly is just speaking engagements. So I will often go and speak to student groups, Um, or just different dietitian groups in order to just get Dietitian Success Center out there, get my name out there. And so those are all marketing tactics. Those are are really the main marketing channels. Now, sometimes I'll do other activities just sort of periodically, but those are the consistent ones. Now, this might seem like a lot, (laughs) and I don't want you to get overwhelmed by that because I didn't start with all of those things. So ideally, like what we do is we start off with one or two and we slowly but surely start to layer on the other ones and add on the other ones once we have those consistent processes in place. So I really started just on Instagram. That was it. Started on Instagram um, and then I included the email list. That was the next thing that I added on. Uh, And then I added on the podcast and then slowly but surely I started to add in these other pieces. Now, I don't even think that... The blog for Dietitian Success Center, I didn't really even add on to the blog until about six months, or we didn't start seriously writing on the blog until about six months into Dietitian Success Center. So that's been something that's been a more recent addition. So just so you know how things have evolved over time and that it wasn't always this way, it's been, we've been slowly working new marketing channels into the equation. Um... So talking a little bit about some of the things that I feel like are working really well within those marketing channels, um, which have been surprising, not surprising, but I guess uh, interesting, um, is Google SEO. That's been a huge one. I'm so grateful that we've spent some time and energy investing in um, creating high quality blog content for DSC and really targeting specific keywords and search terms that dietitians are looking for because that's been hugely beneficial. I know many um, many of our recent members have found us actually through Google, which is really cool. And I know that because I asked that question. Uh, and then the other one is just word of mouth. Um, and word of mouth just being people telling their friends and colleagues about us. And then also within Facebook groups, dietitian-focused Facebook groups as well. Uh, that's been really awesome. And I think that's one of those things that 
it just it just has to evolve naturally over time. It's not going to happen on day one. But the more people you work with, the more people you have go through your program, the more that they're going to share it, the more that they're going to talk about it um, with other people. And word of mouth is such a powerful marketing tactic because we tend to trust our friends and our colleagues, right? We trust somebody else's somebody else's assessment and somebody else's opinion more than we do the owner of a business's marketing language, right? <laughs> because people can say anything about their businesses. Um, but we want to get a really, when we want to really get a really unbiased perspective on something, we, we tend to trust our friends and our colleagues more. So that's been really interesting when it comes to marketing channels for Dietitian Success Center. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the open close cart decision. So when I say open close cart decision, I'm referring to what I talked about earlier with regards to switching Dietitian Success Center from being open for enrollment year round to just being open for enrollment during different points throughout the year. So we call this either open cart. So open cart means you're open all year for people to purchase. Sometimes that's called evergreen or open close cart, which means that you're only open for enrollment during certain times of the year. And in between those times, you just have to join a wait list. Um, and so just to be totally transparent with you, I used to really dislike open and close cart models. <laughs> so I used to really dislike them because... I felt like as a customer, I wanted the opportunity to be able to buy whenever I wanted. Um, however, now as a business owner, I'm I'm coming at this from a different perspective and I've had a bit of a change of heart um, because when you're a business owner, as you know, or as you will learn, prioritization and knowing where the best where the best areas are and the best way to spend your time and to to have your team spend their time is essential. That is so important, figuring out what what are the best ways to spend your time. Um, and so what makes more sense is to be able to dedicate certain parts of the year to heavier sales and marketing, and then certain times of the year to creating new content, adding new features, updating content, making the member experience even better, and so on and so forth. So it's almost like we are we are picking certain things that we're going to focus on and go all in on at certain points throughout the year and tr- instead of trying to do all the things at all the times throughout the year. And, and so that's really the main rationale there and the main reason there is in order to be able to focus our time and spend our time appropriately. Um, And I think too, I mean, there's such a value as well from the user perspective, because then we can make the product even better. We can add more features to the product. Um, Things that, you know, people get included within the membership that they're already paying for. And so I am feeling really good about it now. I, I, I really like this idea. And I think also from a from a user perspective, the benefit there is that you're not inundated with marketing messaging all the time, right? In between those heavier sales and marketing periods, we can just really provide value and share blog posts and share podcast episodes and share things that are free um, in order to just give you more value. And then during those heavier sales and marketing times, we can you know, get a little heavier with those messages. Um, so that's the rationale there. 
Um, And then the other thing that I wanted to just mention, because I think that this is going to be interesting for you as you're thinking about your business, and this is especially important for anybody who's selling an online product, so like an online course or something like that, is that one of the biggest things that I've learned about sales is the power of deadlines when it comes to making purchase decisions. So it is just human nature for us that we often need a deadline in order to take action and decide whether something is right for us or not right for us. And so in the past, so often, you know, or not pricing, but like sales experts or whatever will tell you, you need to have some sort of urgency or you need to have some sort of a deadline when it comes to selling. And there's a number of different ways you can add that urgency or that deadline. And in the past, I've experimented a little bit with like pricing deadlines. So for example, experimenting with like a seven day trial or and it's only available for until this date or experimenting with a discount on your first month and it's only available until this date or experimenting with, you know, as of this date, the prices are going to go up. And so though those have worked, um, I don't love the feeling of discounting Dietitian Success Center and the products because honestly, the product is so awesome that it doesn't need to be discounted, really, at the end of the day. And I believe that wholeheartedly. The product is so awesome, we don't need to discount it. And I think discounting it um, doesn't do the product justice. And so that's also why I don't want to use discounting anymore as a um, as that deadline, I'm going to be using the open close cart because honestly, paired with the fact that it just works better for our own processes, it makes so much more sense for us. Um, and so all of those factors combined has what is what has really led to this decision. So I hope that you found that interesting. I hope that you learned something from that. Um, and so with that, I would ask you a favor. <laughs> so if you have been loving Dietitian Success Center content and you think others would benefit from our content, if you're part of a dietitian Facebook group that you're active in um, and you're seeing people ask questions that are related to content that DSC offers, whether that's through the uh, podcast, this podcast, Uh, our blog posts, or even just the DSC membership, I would love if you could share that with other people. Like I mentioned before, sharing in Facebook groups has been essential for uh, dietitian or dietitian success centers success. (laughs) And so if I could get your help with that, that would be amazing. Um, And so if anybody's looking for, if other people are looking for business information, for business support, for business guidance, just drop a link to the podcast or some of our blog posts or or even our freebies. We have the free business planning workbook, the free client resource kit. Um, There's so many different, if you don't want to share just about Dietitian Success Center and the membership, then feel free to share some of our free content. I would be super, 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 super grateful. All right. Well, that is it for me. Have an awesome week, and I really hope to see you in the membership if you're not a member yet before the doors close this Friday, which is February 18th at noon Eastern Standard Time. And if you're listening to this podcast after that episode, just download one of our freebies. They're linked below this this episode, and you will get notified when we open the doors again. So have an awesome week, and I will see you next Thursday.